that. Fucking hell. Here we go again. All right. So okay. what? where are we up to? What did you ask me? Repeat that whole thing. Let's just start from the start. Okay. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to episode three of Control Select All with Chloe and... Hayley. You didn't oh. say that is. Hooray. And that is... <laughs> Anyways, um, we haven't perfected our um our intro. Uh, welcome to episode three. This is episode three. We are talking about The Last of Us Part Two in our series. We will be talking about episodes four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. So do recommend one, watch the show, and two, uh, listen to the last episode. There's something I didn't do last episode that I was planning to do, and I'm kind of glad I didn't because we're recording literally one day after, and the answers would be the same. But since we're a entertainment podcast, let's ask each other, Haley, what are you reading or listening to or watching at the moment? Oh, well, I am glad you asked. Well, um, asked. well, so at the moment I'm watching Daisy Jones and the Six on Prime. You are also watching this. I'm really loving it. I just finished Contractor on Prime as well with Christoph Waltz, who I really love. Oh, Such a great actor. Yes. Yes. Um, very different, but very good. Like he is, he's phenomenal in it. So that's why I watched it. And I am currently reading. Well, I just I'm going to Fiji this week, so I put up on my Instagram story what my next uh, read should be. And Loath to Love You by Ali Hazelwood one. Did you see my a swipe up on that? I feel like you're not going to yeah. like it. No, I didn't see it. What did you say? Oh, I just said I feel like you're not going to like it. I loved it, but it's the same story three times <laughs> three times over. Yeah. Well, like it's the same. I've already read the love hypothesis, so I'm assuming it's almost identical. But just shorter. Shorter Sh- shorter chunks. But I love it. I eat it up. I love Ellie mm-hmm, Hazelwood. Mm-hmm. What I about agreed. you? What you doing? Um, I am watching Daisy Jones in the Six, yes. Mm-hmm. I think I'm up to episode six now. I'm trying to space it out. Uh, of course, the finale for The Last of Us comes out tomorrow. Yeah. It's thank been God. on my mind. I know, but I, I'm sad because, you know. It's I'm, a, oh, I meant thank God because I can watch it and not have it spoiled <laughs> yeah. before I go away. Yeah. yeah. No, I just, it's like the one, like when House of the Dragon came out, it's like the one thing you love, you get to look forward to. I love weekly releases as much as I hate them. I love them. I love them because it takes me back to the, when I was a kid and you had yeah. to wait for the next episode to come yeah. out. And it and it's they hold so much retention, right? Because yeah. it's going to be what nine weeks, whereas you know Netflix drops Wednesday and it's out all at once, and it trends yeah. for about two weeks, and then nobody wants to and talk about it. That's it. Again. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's why Netflix shows constantly get cancelled. But speaking of Netflix, I'm also watching Narcos season three. Yeah. I watched all of them when they came out, and I'm rewatching because obvious reasons. <laughs> but I also love the show. <laughs> She likes Pedro. If you can't oh, tell. Yeah. Well, no, it's a great show, and it's Netflix just hasn't. Ugh, they just haven't done it the same since you know Netflix originals. Yeah. It's well, I really I don't know whether you ever watched this, but Ozark was a great Netflix. I need Netflix. 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 <laughs> Netflix. 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 Um, <laughs> that was a great Netflix original. Yeah. No, they they can really do it. I think there's just something so different about that show. I don't know whether it's the producers or the writers or the directors. Yeah. Um. I I think maybe because it's like 60s, it's 70s, so it's like 70s nostalgia. Yep. Yep. Same as stranger, I, strange things, similar things. vibe. 
but like Stranger Things feels like like you know it's sci-fi. This is just like a show about drugs and police yeah. and Colombia. Anyways, totally. I'm watching yeah. that. I'm reading. You have me at Hola. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> got two, two copies from me. Yes, which I got two copies from Haley. That's another story. Yeah. Hang on, there's a siren going by. <laughs> That's our intro song. I kept muted when it was really in the distance and then I unmuted it when it came straight by my window. Keep it um, in. That's, that's a blooper for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm reading that and I'm I'm in a, like, the biggest reading slump ever, but every time I go to the beach, I just try and just read while I'm there. It's really good. It's got great representation. It's it's about a, a, a girl who's filming a, a TV show. She's an actress. And mm. so every second or so chapter, it's them in the scene. So you're reading mm. it as if you're the character in the scene. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So it's really, really good. And I know I will love it. I'm just in a huge slump. I think once The Last of Us is over, I will be able to focus a little bit better. I don't know. I, th- I feel like I haven't read a good book in forever I haven't read the books that I read when book talk became a thing mm. Seven Husbands Addie LaRue I haven't felt I haven't felt that way about a book except for maybe like a River Enchanted and that duo but I still didn't feel that way the way that I felt for those books you totally yeah I feel the exact same like I haven't found a book that's made me well Empire of the Vampire was literally my last one that was like really? wow this is yeah amazing yeah. but I am planning on reading Circe is it Circe Madeline Miller who wrote Song of Achilles because apparently that's incredible yeah yeah so I'm hoping is. that will kind of get me out of my reading slump a little bit yeah so yeah that's what I'm watching and reading at the moment mm-hmm. I have been listening to on repeat me and the devil me and the devil walking side by side oh yeah yeah Yeah. um purple rain by prince Mm -hmm. which is one of those songs i constantly cycle through ain't no sunshine by bill weathers son of a preacher man ain't no sunshine sunshine when she's gone is that yeah i'm listening to i've got a very different music taste to you i feel yeah, um, mine, mine changes a lot. Well, yeah. I like everything. Well, actually, yeah, you're very open to music, but I'm listening to The Summoning by Sleep Token. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Miracle by A Day to Remember. Misa Misa, Corpse. Um, Lateralis by Tool. And ha- Hands Held High by Linkin Park. It's oldie but a good goodie. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and probably my, my top at the moment. I've been listening to Pebble Rain on repeat because it's like a 10-minute song, so. Yeah. It's you can just have it on forever and you feel like you're listening to four different songs. Yeah. So you just like don't yeah. get tired it's of it. It's a journey. It's a journey. It is a journey. Oof, is it ever? Mm-hmm. Let's jump into it. Hit me. With your best shot. Best shot. Come on Come and on. hit me. With... Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I can't tell if I have two wine. Two wine. Two wine. What does what does um Pedro Pascal Shut say up. again with the sugar thing? You know it off by heart, right? You can scream my name as loud as you need to, sugar. No, he goes, I got a six pack of cold ones on us. My roommate's out all night. You can scream my name as loud as you need to, sugar. He's sexy. Oh, my God. Should I refill my wine before we keep going? I can't believe it. It's a Sunday night, mate. You got work tomorrow. Welcome back to the chaos. Okay, so we're starting with episode four. I feel like I need to drink because episode five makes me sob. Episode four is called Please Hold My Hand. So I just want to clarify something. Last okay. episode, I was a bit jumpy with my knowledge because 
I had to refresh my memory of the game. Time. It's been a long time since I played it, 2013, 2014. Okay. I was re-watching some old clips to kind of go, oh, yep, I remember that, I remember that. Also, what I did, want, my memory. To say, what I did want to point out is a scene that we really forgot to mention. I want to say it was episode three, but it was when, you know, Joel and Ellie stop by that little shack and he knows that he's hidden stuff somewhere and he's trying to find, you know, his supplies. And Ellie goes down into the basement and finds, you know, that clicker that's stuck under the rubble. I, that was oh. such an important scene and we forgot to mention it. Yeah. Um, uh, she stabs him and yeah. I think she's more fascinated than anything. Yeah, she's curious. Very yeah. curious. Um, that's why she, like, sort of cuts into him first because she wants to see. That happens. And also that's the episode where she finds the tampons and she says, score, like, you said everything was gone. But, you know, because she, she's a girl living in the apocalypse. So that's mm-hmm. when she finds a pack of tampons. I saw a really f- – some people make the best memes of scene by scene and they'll put words and memes and emojis and reactions in of, like, the second that he's she's quiet down there, his, like, dad's senses are, like, she's a bit quiet. What's, what's going on? Yeah, well, that's similar in the game. I wanted to talk about two characters that come into this. So we have an the actor Jeffrey Pierce who played Tommy in the game and Melanie Linsky, who is an incredible actress. She comes into this episode as Kathleen. Right, so I'll give you a rundown anyway, but after, so I I am quoting a lot of that Guardian article again, by the way, just want to source them. Okay, so after the heartbreaking spectacle of Bill and Frank, we see Joel and Ellie return to centre stage as they embark on an epic road trip and adjust to life post-test. So they're driving in Frank's car. This is when we have that really funny scene with the gay magazine. Is that in the game? Yeah, you collect magazines for Ellie, like you pick up comics for her. And I saw the gameplay actually, and I was like, oh my god, that's almost word for word. Yeah, it's literally almost identical. It's yeah, I love. Yeah, it. and she's and he goes, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. So that, and then this is when the famous comic book comes in. No, uh, the pun book that's yep. also in the game that, that I do know. Yep. So they're driving the car and. It's so funny because my stepdad walked in while they were getting fuel out of the car and he said uh, siphoning fuel and he goes, that fuel would not even be fuel. It would be so broken down. I was like, you just missed the part where he explains the fuel is practically water. This is why we have to stop constantly. And I just liked that they kind of put that continuity in because anyone who Mm. knows cars would be like, this is so unrealistic, you know? Yeah, which is so funny because not real. (laughs) Yeah. Literally zombies it just goes to show their attention to detail and things that they're willing to do which yeah. funny i say attention to detail because we're going to get into later on some of the little uh game of thrones moments they had of of uh fuck ups that were mm-hmm. final cut um and i found another one on okay because people are so good on tiktok they are onto it okay yeah everything's going i have to show you show you it's so funny everything's going really well they're driving they're on the highway it's blocked by a truck the bridge that they have to go through and he's like okay fuck it we'll, we'll just go around and they go around except a man stumbles across the road begging for help and ellie says are we going to help him and joel says no and i want to point out that in the podcast the game creators and the show creators were discussing that the, the way that joel says no um he doesn't like need help is because Joel had done something like that similar. He was the person that was tricking people yeah. and doing very bad things to them. So they yeah. were like, that's his way of being like, I'm not pulling over for that man. I was him once kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good. If you have watched the show and you didn't know that fact, I think you can appreciate it a bit differently now. Yep. Yep. Okay. And so then of course they, his tires are popped and there's this, 
massive shootout and they're sort of in a in a garage and this is like the first time you see Joel use his like not fatherly like tone and in like a mean way but in when Ellie's scared and he's like you need to crawl to that wall and he's like you're gonna be okay like you need to get to that wall it's the first time you see him as a dad being like yeah well Ellie's legit scared as well yeah yeah and that I I think I talked to you about this before is that Ellie, there's moments where Ellie is really violent and she's can do what she thinks that she can do whatever she wants. Like she's got this like, give me a gun, I can do it. Like she practices loading the gun and unloading the gun and she practices in the mirror, like, you know, with Joel not knowing. And so she thinks she's a badass, you know, she's got this. But when it comes to the grit of a situation, she is a kid and she's actually a little bit scared and we kind of see that happening with Joel going you're going to be okay get through the yeah get through that very much like I actually love it because the creators of the show and that they often will talk about their kids and how they're all fathers and their experience of being fathers is like you know when you're saying something's going to be okay you're saying it more for yourself than you are for your kid yeah pretty much I really love that scene so anyways uh Ellie crawls into the wall but then because of Joel's shitty hearing which we are sort of picking up on as the episodes go on um, a guy, so a very young kid essentially comes at Joel and Joel and him get into a bit of a scruffle and the guy yep. is strangling Joel. And at this point is when you remember that Ellie had took a gun from Bill and Frank's episode three yep. behind Joel's back because they're in a room full of guns. And she says, there's a wall full of them. And he's like, no, you're not having one. But she yep. steals one that she finds because it's, Ellie. <laughs> because it's Ellie and she shoots this guy. And after it, Joel's obviously frustrated and upset, but I don't think it's because Ellie has a gun. It's more because she had to use it to save him and also because someone creeped up on him and he yep. doesn't like that, which we find out in episode six, exactly. yeah. um, you know, yeah. his his frustrations of becoming older um, and stuff like yep. that. Yeah. This is when Ellie says, I ha- I've killed before. So we're like, oh, she did kill that clicker in, in the earlier episode, but you sort of know that that's not what she's talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. this is – it's pretty spot on to the game. Like a, the similar situation happens where you um, – like the kind of fake help, help me scam plays out, you crash, all of that. But like in the game you kind of learn to make smoke bombs <laughs> at this moment because um, like it's a game. Obviously you have to upskill your, you know, yeah. like, l- yeah. level of, of knowledge and things. Like you learn how to kill clickers eventually quicker than before and – whatnot but it's very it's very similar like the hunters ambush them joel's killing everyone like in the game you kill more people than you probably do infected like it's as we said because humans are yeah humans versus humans are the villains in this Mm -hmm. essentially Mm -hmm. and it has a free-for-all and then we meet and i'm trying to remember whether it starts i don't think the episode starts like this i'm kind of lost whack but we meet kathleen uh, they're known as the Yellow Jackets, so they are not yep. Fedra and they are not the Fireflies. Uh, she's the leader of, like, a band of revolutionaries who have risen up to overthrow Fedra. So, anyways, you find out that this group has overthrown them very successfully and she has a group of them in a in a, in a a cell, informers in a cell. But then you find out that she's hell-bent on finding a man named Henry. And she yeah. says, you know, he can't have gone far. Uh, I won't let Sam starve. So you're like, okay, there's someone named Sam. Is it a little kid? Is it his son? Is it whatever? So I remember yeah. watching this and kind of being like, 
oh, like, I don't care. Who who cares? I don't know who these are. But then, obviously, by the end of these two episodes, Sam and Henry are, are so much more. But Yeah. Um, yeah, so on one hand, as Joel and Ellie get away, she's like, okay, a group of you need to go find these two people that have fucking killed our people. Yeah. Uh, but also you need to search for, for Henry and Sam. Yeah. See, Kathleen is not in the game. She's not, no. No. She, they wanted think... uh, they wanted Melanie Linsky because they wanted someone who looked like a kindergarten teacher. Oh, my God. I'm oh, so glad you said that savage. because she has the kindest, softest voice and, and she, face. And face. And, yes. She's so soft and feminine and, and motherly. motherly, and yet she plays this ruthless, ruthless. character. Yeah. Ruthless. yeah. And it's so it's it's so polarizing and it works yeah. so and well. <laughs> very deliberate. Yeah. It was very yeah. deliberate. The casting of her character is so oh. so good. I love because she got a hate some hate from some fucking bitch I've never heard of that has <laughs> a bitch. I don't know who it was. Someone in America that's got some sort of platform of some sort saying this is so unrealistic she does not have a body for like in a po- you know post-apocalyptic world and she's like well i have all these strong men doing the fucking heavy work for me i'm this this smart woman i don't need my body i need my mind and um who cares oh shut the fuck up like like the, the, it's the so up. irrelevant that about any of the men in the show with a pot belly no oh Anyways, but after that... You want them to starve? Like, what is happening? It was either Craig or Neil. One of the creators posted a photo of her and said, this is now a Melanie Linsky fan account. And was like... that's so funny. Yeah. Love Um, Melanie Melanie Linsky. I would die for her. To divert that going... Do you remember Lost? You you probably... It was a bit older. Yeah. 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 So I, yeah, um, watched it, obviously, in high school. Um, And there was a character called uh, Hurley. Yes, Hurley. And he was a big guy, like, Mm -hmm. big bigger and I remember at that time all this hatred came out as well because they were like if he was on a deserted island he wouldn't be that big and it's like but it's not real it's it's a show <laughs> I, yeah and people ha- can be different sizes it's fine yeah yeah so her sort of right hand man and I'm so annoyed myself for not writing this down but it's the actor Jeffrey Pierce who plays Tommy in the game. He, the real good-looking guy with the slick back, grey hair and the beard. With the oh, guy. yeah. Yes, he's ex- he's he's quite the looker. I was oh, like, no, oh, no. Hang, on hang on a minute. I know. <laughs> and I was like, am I the only one who's like this man? Have you no, seen he, Instagram? He, yeah, he tick he tickled something. Like oh, I was like, hang on. Fine as hell. I and, thought I thought they were a thing. I was like, oh. Well, yeah. So apparently, so the whole thing is he was a military man, and so he follows. He loves leadership. He loves a strong figure, and so he's sort of very willing to follow her. But I think also he has a lot of love for her as well, whether mm. it's romantic or not. But I was like, he's fine as hell. Hey, he's fine. He's fine. <sighs> anyway, so. They're like, okay, we, we sort of found something, but it's all these empty cans, and we figure out that, okay, whoever Henry and Sam are were eating this food, but now they're not there. Mm. But then mm. Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Pierce's character is like, come look at this, and you see that the ground underneath a, a building has sort of like come up, and yeah. she just says, he says, what do we tell the others? And she said, let's let's handle what we have to handle. We can deal with this after. Now, the podcast creators pointed out that although obviously this was a much worse threat the clickers, she was so hell-bent on revenge and her sense yeah. of justice that she just ignores it. Like, she yeah. knows that this is a much worse threat, but she's so taken over 
we figure out that um, Henry is somehow responsible for her brother dying, which I've sort of cut out of my notes because it's sort of more of a side story. But Kathleen's mm-hmm. brother, who was the leader of the group, is now dead. And you find out Henry has something to do with it. And my favourite part is, like, the way she was talking about Henry and Sam, I was like, okay, this woman actually clearly loved these people and cares about them before they go into the backstory of how Henry says, you know, I knew – I loved her brother and yeah. um, I respected him. And like, okay, so you know that they were actually friends or family or of some sort. Yeah, yeah. And I think she did a great job of portraying that, like, like oh, I love these people, but I need to find them because they've done absolutely. something bad. Yes, absolutely. Um, this is now a Melanie Linsky fan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so meanwhile, Joel and Ellie are like, okay, we're going to have to escape and go through the city but they're knocking down all the doors and I think it's at this point Ellie says you know it's not the first time I've killed someone and Joel's like what do you mean and she says I don't want to talk about it they find a building they go up all these stairs and I love this bit when he's all puffed and she says she says like something about him being an old man he says I'm 56 year old 56 year old you look shit (laughs) it's so good reminds me of my husband (laughs) Except Mark's like literally about to climb Everest. <laughs> literally this year he is climbing Everest. <laughs> God bless him. That's my line. One of them I'm like, oh, she, her husband's this old, but he's but, fitter but. than me. <laughs> yeah. He's fitter than everyone on the Mentally planet. and physically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So to this point, I love uh, Joel's. They they sort of find somewhere to sleep higher up in the building, and and Joel's scattering glass on the floor, and Ellie's like, Joel, Joel. And like he, and then he's like, what? Like he's like, what? <laughs> like, what do you want? Like what do you that, want? that mother, like what? Yeah. Um, and she just says, what are you doing? He's like, well, I want to hear them. And she says, are you sure you're going to be able to hear it? Because I've noticed that your hearing is not that great on your right ear or whatever. And he figures out, well, that's the gu- that's where I hold the gun up. So mm. he's like, I shoot too many guns, so you're going to lose your hearing. So it very yeah. alludes to the end of the episode that he has bad hearing. Yes, yes. But before before it ends, my favorite part, I think of the whole series. I've never felt so I've never felt so giggly and elated than when they're laying there trying to go to sleep and she tells him a joke and and, and he laughs. And well, yeah, he gives her the answer, like he knows. It was yeah. uh, why did the scarecrow win an award? Yeah, he was outstanding in his field. It's like she's like you dick. Yeah. Turns around and he's smiling, but he's trying not to laugh. But then he lets out a laugh, and then Ellie laughs, and it's he's like go to sleep, and she's like no. Yeah, it's it brings back that moment of like she's a kid, like she's young. See, you was, know what's funny is like game Ellie is much so all this killing and all happens in the actual episode, but game Ellie is actually quite disgusted and scared a lot of the time with things like mm. a couple of situations happen in the game um where joel kills some people you're involved you you fall down the shaft and you're like kind of separated from ellie sometimes so there's this kind of emergency kind of panic almost because ellie's up top and while she's safe you're kind of concerned because you're like she doesn't have a gun she doesn't have a weapon she could get hurt and that's where in the game you decide Joel actually decides to give Ellie a gun because like he's like okay look if we get separated you probably need something to protect yeah. yourself which is um, what yeah. happens in episode five when yeah when yeah gun. but that's that bed scene where they're going to sleep and all that that never happened I loved it I yeah I I remember it ending and me being like oh like I felt <laughs> like but then I was like oh something's gonna happen because yeah. obviously 
it it sh- then all of a sudden they drift off but then you wake up and Joel looks I'm trying to remember because it's a different uh, point of view from this episode and the start of the next, but it's either Sam's pointing a gun at his face, the little boy, or he, she sees Ellie with a gun to her head. Either way, um, swap, yeah, swap yeah, we swap we swap perspectives. Yeah, yeah. but one of one of the two happens, and um, yeah. you wake up. But I just wanted to talk about quickly the oh no, don't worry, I had a note just about the no pun intended volume two books, just saying that it was straight from the game. There's Is a it? really no pun intended, isn't that from the game? Uh, Savage Starlight, I think, is the comic. Is that what you're talking about? No. The, the, oh, there's a pun book. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yes, the pun yes, book. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yep, yep, yep. Savage Starlight. Well, that's a good intro into what we're not talking about next, which is episode five called mm-hmm. Endure and Survive, which is a line from that comic book. And yeah. it was a line that the gamers sort of knew. That was like their line towards the game. And Craig and Neil said, we wanted to use that scene where they kind of say, oh, endure and survive and henry's like that's like a bunch of bullshit he's like we wanted to make fun of it but also not make fun of the game and and that anyway so episode five one of my favorites but also one of my actually i would say it's probably my favorite i Um, love this episode because it's very different it's very similar to the game but it's also very different there's very distinct differences like we're not introduced to sam and henry like this in the game um in react like what really happens is that you're running you're kind of trying to get to ellie you're running from this thing called the tank which is like this big clicker thing i think mm-hmm. it's the same thing that comes out of the hole when with kathleen yeah. um yeah and you get put into a headlock by this guy randomly who turns out to be sam so that's your introduction to these characters you know ellie's kind of softening joel up going oh, i want to help them like you know and joel's like oh like, we've, like yeah. we don't help people yeah. you know but the most interesting thing for me and you probably are more knowledgeable in this is that obviously um sam isn't deaf in mm-hmm. the game why did the creators decide this yes so good segue yeah uh, i want to start off by saying that it's kevan um kevan woodard plays sam and lamar johnson plays henry so these mm-hmm. are the first time you're sort of really seeing them in characters literally my first point is discuss why they chose to make sam deaf and in the podcast they spend a huge chunk of the podcast talking about why and about the actors. So basically they wanted to show Sam and Henry's relationship and they wanted to show how they have that non-communicative so they don't have to talk. But, you know, Joel and Ellie have this communication almost like telepathic, right? They know yeah. when each other is feeling certain things. They didn't want to repeat that with Sam and Henry because they were like, is it going to be – boring are people going to think we've we've already seen this they're like what can we do to make it different and I think it was Craig who came up with the idea and then um Neil was like oh fuck you that's such a good idea <laughs> but then they were like okay this brings a huge problem because their casting call was they needed a black kid who was fluent in sign language a lot of deaf kids aren't actually fluent in sign language um due to a lot of resource problems but also there's different types of sign language there's um african-american sign language which oh. i i know i did not I know did this not know this yeah neither okay um but yeah it makes this, sense i yes. suppose because it would be different <laughs> dialects yes. yeah but they also needed a kid who was going to be shorter than bella because they wanted bella to be this sort of like bigger sister in the scenario and bella is quite a small person who's Ellie, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why they were like, okay, we need to make him younger and we need we need a deaf kid because they wanted him to truly be deaf. They didn't want 
Um, okay. You know, so they put out a casting call to their casting agents and they just weren't having any luck. And so then he put out a wider casting call that was linked to an email and he just thought, I'm just going to put it out there. Surely, you know, all these people are going to see we're making this massive show. He's like, I thought we would get 50 hits. We got five. And the one Mm. kid who was just so incredibly insane, his first acting gig ever. What? Yes. Oh, my God. I know. Wow. Isn't that – that's why I think I love this episode so much because I know that backstory now and it just brings something to it, you know? And so one – I think it was Craig was also good friends with – oh, I wish I wrote her name down, but she's a great, like, director and writer who's deaf and she was in a show that she wrote and directed. And – um she was kind of talking and she put him onto CJ Jones, who was the head of ASL. So he's also an acting teacher. So his job on set was basically, by the way, the guy who plays Henry Lamar learnt ASL in like a weekend. Are you joking? Oh my God. The smartest. They were saying he's like someone who you feel like you've known forever. He's so smart. He's so, so we know this guy has like a huge, huge career ahead of him. He, they said it was so funny because whenever they would call cut, uh, CJ would either come up and congratulate him or berate him and be like, mm. you didn't sign this right. I didn't realize, but there's a certain like speed and fluidity, fluidity. Well, hello. Whoa. Ha- speed and fluid, fluidity. Yep. I have three glasses of wine. <laughs> to like, if you're not speaking at a certain like, you know, speed or pace, it changes the language. I mean, it makes sense, obviously, yeah. in any language. Yeah. Like if you speak, <laughs> I don't know whether you've seen this Carl Barron stand up, oh, but he's like, when he's talking about French and he's like, I think I sound amazing in French. And I'm like, je dois mon petit ananas. And he's like, in reality, I'm like, hello, my name is Carl. Like, <laughs> because he's like, I will never know what my French sounds like to French people. Yeah. He's like, you know how it's really cute. Like when people learn English, it's this really cutesy English of like, they have a little bit of an accent to yeah. their English. He's like, yeah. I think I sound amazing. But yeah. This is why I'm so nervous trying to learn Spanish because it's the same thing. You have to have a speed and do it or it doesn't sound right. Yes, exactly. Because I'm booking, I've booked Europe and I'm going to Spain, but at the moment I'm learning South American Spanish, not European Spanish. So I'm like, okay, uh, I'm going to have to learn. I know I'll know more than most people though, but I'm I'm nervous because I also was learning Italian and, um, and Liam's sister was like, oh, they, they actually hate it when you try and speak it over there. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but back to the – also back just back to yeah. the thing while yeah. I remember. Um, in the game as well, Sam is older. Uh, like, I think yeah. – what, what did you say Sam is on the on the show? Is probably well, they wanted him to so? be like seven or seven eight. Seven or eight, well, yeah. Because they, they needed someone that Ellie was – they wanted Ellie to be this older figure. Mm. Mm. to Sam and she I'm skipping ahead but basically when she writes I'm sorry later on when she writes that the creators said that that was her way of you know when Joel and Henry talking he says you know it's so much easier when you're younger you don't have anyone depending on you and they were like no actually Sam was depending on Ellie yeah absolutely yeah and that's exactly like I think that creative decision for storytelling purposes to make his character deaf in the TV show was much more impactful than the game. Yeah, I saw – I was just sort of looking up trying to find CJ Jones, the name, and uh, I saw this horrible article about how, you know, this this uh, 
episode did nothing for deaf representation. I'm like, you haven't, you need to listen to the podcast where they explain all the things they did and the reason why. Because their point in the article was, oh, but he, spoiler alert, he passes away anyway. I'm not saying they have to survive, but like, it seems like they're just a token character. I'm like, no, Sam was a character in the game. Yeah. It's not like it's a new character. They it's made not a new character. Yeah. For extra reasons as yeah. well. Oh. That's so frustrating. But anyways, they're, they're well, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you damned don't. If we talk don't. we talk about this in books, and it's you know like it's, yeah yeah, yeah. You, uh, you can't win you can't win you can't win. Yeah. So after the cliffhanger, we wake up and then either one of the angles we realize. I love this scene actually because you see yeah. how insecure Henry is with a gun, and how he's going sit up. And he's like slowly, and then he's like he's like you're not gonna okay we well, didn't hurt you you're not gonna hurt us right? And Joel's like that's right. And he's like, that didn't sound very convincing. And, and Ellie's like, come on, Joel. Like, you know. Like, yeah, expecting him to do something. And Joel's like kind of doing, oh, God, Pedro is just like, that fucking, that scene is just like, he's just like, yeah, that's right. Like, you're like, yeah. oh. Well, because I think he, well, Joel, his character, he has this kind of sense about him of like, I don't he just doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's like, if I die, I die. But like, he's also kind of like. To me, it was like him being like, I want to fucking kill this dude. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I will kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And Henry knows it. Um, Yeah. Something really interesting that they're pointing out as well is that Henry was very, very young when the apocalypse happened. He's only like, what, 20 or so. So he does not have the skills to survive like Joel had that he had from construction. And he also clearly has not had to go through the things Joel had to go through, which is sort of skipping ahead. Yeah. I I love that scene. But anyways, they sort of, it skips to them eating together and he goes, okay, you guys have eaten. You didn't kill us. Let's move on. And Henry's like, no, actually you're going to help us. The reason why you're going to help us is because we know you need to get out. I know how to get out, but you also are good. You're good for survival. You're going to protect us. And Joel's like, fuck Okay. Which is completely different from the game, by the way. Really? Well, because Kathleen and the whole that it her reign over Kansas City and her whole involvement in finding Henry and hunting, like she, it, it it's completely different. Completely. Do you think it's better that they've added because they've um, had less material, I guess? Yeah, I think so because like there's a lot of details. Obviously, you come across these characters in the game that are quite minor because mm. there's so many different missions and and things to do on your on you know when you're going through the game as well as your main quest obviously so I think it does add a lot more to it it's like Bill and Frank like Bill and Frank were minor characters in the game but they got an entire episode and that's kind of the same with Henry and Sam they end up getting this entire Mm. fleshed out backstory because I think what happens to them in the end it wouldn't have felt the same we wouldn't have had that same shock and upset if we didn't know them yeah you do want to help because Ellie kind of convinces you oh we have to help them let's help them Mm -hmm. um so you kind of have that responsibility in a way but yeah but not inevitable you know the bonding of Ellie and Sam and that's right yeah childlike wonder it's yeah Sam and Ellie are pretty much the same Same age age. in the game yeah Yeah. I I do like that they they made him younger because it just makes even more upsetting which is what it wants right yeah yeah like this is a child it sort of keeps going back to Kathleen. I won't go too far into that just because um, yeah. 
sort of, you know, if you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. But it sort of goes back in time to Henry and Sam, who are with Dr. Eldstein, who forward in time is being held captive by Kathleen. And he's sort of helped the boys escape. And when someone comes back injured and a doctor won't help, she's angry and frustrated. She kills this doctor. Anyway, so then it's again 10 days later. They're alive in the attic. So sort of jumping back in time a bit in this episode. Which I kind of liked because at the start I was like, oh, I don't care about who these people are. And yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I need to know. So an interesting thing I read in the article is in some ways it's very similar to Joel and Ellie in the way that an older carer is doing his best to look after his younger companion. Only Henry and Sam's predicament predicament is even more desperate as they're actively being hunted with Sam just eight years old, even more vulnerable than Ellie and Henry having been born after the outbreak, not nearly as blessed as Joel with experience and survival skills, which mm-hmm. I thought was a great um, mm-hmm. evaluation. Anyways, you hear the car crash, which is actually Joel and Ellie in the background. And then it, it goes back to them in the present deciding to join forces. So, so Henry says, okay, there's all these tunnels. We can go through them. They think they're full of infected fed, uh, the sorry not federal yellow jackets think they're full of infected they're not and he's like how do you know this he's like well I don't but yeah. someone told risk. me and that was three High years risk. ago yeah <laughs> and it's this is like oh okay it could be full of infected it probably is because we saw the floor being broken yeah yeah up. one thing I want to kind of point out here is that this this kind of happens in the game too is that you do go through the sewers and do the very similar but mm-hmm. um. And this isn't necessary in the TV show at all, but there's a lot of missed out detail of a lot of infected um, people that have died from suicide, um, people that are just dead on the ground. Like just, just there's just um, what would you say? Like the the remnants of war and chaos everywhere in the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the show, there's you you barely see a body. Yeah, anywhere. that makes sense. If they just taken over. Don't you yeah. think there would be more bodies? That is an interesting See, I didn't know. I didn't realise. I'm like, okay, is this a month after they've taken over? Is it a day? Is yeah. it a week? Well, you find out a lot more about people as well. Like, And and they can't really do this in the TV show at all, but like throughout the game you're kind of collecting letters and you're reading about people's lives and like you come across a body and you kind of pick up their letter and you find out what has happened to this person, whether it yeah. be. I guess that's like interactive. It's just interactive storytelling. That's all. Yeah. 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 But I think in that way, they've made up for it in the show by doing things like giving Sam and Henry. Well, that's right. Yeah. And um, Bill and Frank kind of a background. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But I was actually going to ask you because in this scene, they're in this sort of makeshare daycare that was, was up during before the Yellow Jackets took over. And there's the drawing of the wall of the two superheroes, and I saw a gamer being like, "Oh, I wish the what the people who watch the show knew the backstory behind the people that were drawn on the wall, or something like that." Uh, you know what I'm talking about? There's like two superheroes drawn on the wall by a kid, and they were like, "Oh, this is a really beautiful backstory that they didn't show." I'm pretty sure that's a letter again. Yeah. Let probably. me just maybe I'll just quickly Google it. Actually, mm-hmm. should I do that? I wonder if it will come up. So I'm just refreshing myself on this. Yeah, so it, it's similar to the game in a way of it, it is this small note of these two people standing together with guns. It's called our protect. Like the, the drawing is like our protectors, Danny and Ish. That's it, Danny and Ish. Danny and okay, Ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's yeah. such a small detail. Yeah, our protectors. I don't really know why this wasn't explored because. I mean, technically it could have been like all the all kind of other minor characters. Probably could have been. It might have got cut 
maybe possibly but yeah we never see them in the show obviously but you as a character as Joel kind of pieced together the story of these particular people and the settlement in all these objects and and notes in the room because like in the game you go around and you open drawers and you collect things and you kind of find things and you're kind of walking around and it will literally not let you move on to the next room until you've (laughs) like collected things and kind of pieced together it's kind of good because you know they could have completely cut out that room so it's i think them putting in that shot of the picture is like okay we're acknowledging this was a huge part of the game the gamers are going to understand this for for certain reasons that we sort of talked about in the first last episode we can't go into it but it's it's sort of nice that they are still including those little homages to the game yeah they could have just completely not had any of that in well we never meet the residents of that camp of that yeah. underground camp and what happened um with the education you know there was a little educational underground bunker mm-hmm. and we never meet any of them but maybe it will be explored like we don't know like it, we could maybe do a flashback in time thing mm. who knows but yeah yeah so uh, during this time it's when ellie and sam start bonding over the comic she says no way i, I like i sort of collect these two and they're bonding and they're playing soccer and and they're being happy and Joel is well Pedro does a really good job of being like of portraying Joel 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 as not wanting to see this happiness and this childlike wonder and when he says you know I know you're not her dad but you were someone's dad yeah and he's like I don't want to talk about it because previously they said he goes your dad's really whatever and she says thin ass yeah, she's he's not my dad. And she goes, I'm not her dad. He goes, I'm not her dad. So that was laying the foundation. But when they're laughing and Sam says, no, sorry, Henry goes, oh, I haven't I haven't seen that in a while of them laughing. Mm-hmm. And Joel's sort of like, yeah, I agree, but I don't. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to acknowledge it or appreciate it because yeah. he knows what can happen to children. Exactly. Yeah, he's terrified. Yeah. So they go through the tunnel, and then this is when it comes to my favorite part of the whole episode. This sort of sequence of they come out the end of the tunnel, and it's so good the way it sets it up because Henry's like, "Look, I told you, there's no one here." Like, duh. And you kind of get this sense of like, "Oh, something's coming. Like, someone's gonna come. Like, someone's coming." And then yeah. they they start getting shot at, and um, Joel's like, "I I can see where he's shooting from. I'm gonna go get him." And Ellie's sort of the first moment where she's like, "No, I really don't want you to leave." Yeah. Get, she, I love how she's like, what if he gets us? But really she's saying, what if he gets you? What if he gets you? Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't want to lose him. And he says he has shit aim and it's dark. So he goes and he finds the man. And I didn't really notice this in the game, in the show, and you may not have either, but when I was listening to the podcast, they were explaining that the old man that they find, he finds, when when Joel says don't, and he turns to him and then it cuts to a shotgun. It was actually that man's way of suicide. So he's like, I'm so old. I don't want to fucking do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn at you because I know you're That's a very minor shoot. detail. Yeah, that's yeah, the point. I didn't yeah. really pick up on that. I just assumed yeah. he was going to shoot Joel. Yeah. So that's something that I learnt, um, mm. which that's is funny. really yep. – Yeah, like when you rewatch it, you'll see because he's sort of very defeated when Joel yeah. comes in and you find out he has shit aim because he's like an 80-year-old man. Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> He doesn't want, know. want to be there anymore. Yeah, he's yeah. stationed up on his own in this fucking building. Yeah, well, in the game you actually fight him. Oh, really? <laughs> Which, I mean, it's Is more dramatic. I actually can't remember. I don't think so. But I just I do remember you had to fight him and then there's like this freaking, oh, what do you call it, like this manned torrent down below just gunning 
infected down yeah um that you have to kind of take out but it's a lot more dramatic when you enter the building obviously you've got to shoot other hunters to get to the sniper to then disarm him kill him this is their way of being like okay violence and that sort of thrill in the game works but in this why don't we show this fucking sad 80 year old man sad man yeah yeah but also like in the game you often like it depends on what difficulty you play it but like you kind of you don't really have bullets a lot of the time so you actually fake having bullets so you kind of go like drop your weapon and you if you click they're like oh you don't have any bullets in your gun fucking liar and then they can mm. they kind of attack you so it's like a little yeah I, I would i was kind of waiting for that to be explored in the show but it hasn't yet and i think because maybe the that's I mean, more so, dramatic in the game. So yeah, specific to the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. but then comes the best fucking I have rewatched this a hundred times. So right as he kills the man, Kathleen and her gang show up. Mm-hmm. And this is when you have that they're sort of all hiding behind a car and Henry's like, I'm gonna walk out. He walks out and but before he does that, he's talking about Sam saying she says, I know why you did what you did. Sam Henry admits to Joel earlier on, I wasn't just an informant. I gave up a very important man who I loved and adored because Sam had um, leukemia and the drugs that we needed that worked. I had to give this man up in order to get the drugs. And that man is Kathleen's brother. Mm. And this is why Kathleen's coming after him. So she says, you know, I know why you did what you did, but like, you know, this is what happens when you fuck with fate. Kids die all the time. Mm-hmm. Which is like mm-hmm. an important line. What's yeah. Happen next, and then as that's happening, the car that had crashed into the uh, building because Joel sniped the driver as they're yeah. chasing Ellie in that um, sinkhole opens up, and it's like this moment of complete silence, and then just the best shot of coming out, fucking yeah. hundreds of infected, and yeah. all of them, like none of them were CGI; they were all uh, movement actors. That's and, so cool. I know. Who sort of giving me Lord of the Rings, old school Lord of the Rings yeah. vibe, where they did it. Orc yeah, vibes. Yeah, orc vibes. And then my favorite part is Joel snipering from the house. Like, yes. Oh my god, it's the best scene of he's snipering everyone that comes near Ellie, and that's he's when got such good aim. I'm like, were you actually military? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I feel um, like that sort of plays homage to the game, though. The snipering scene is very, yeah, like... Yeah, it's gaming. so fun. It is so fun. Yeah. Um, this is the first time we actually see a bloater as well. Which, kind yes. Of come out of the game. Um, well, yeah, the show, which, yeah, is terrifying. And then that hot that hot man that we both love gets... Oh, I know. Yeah, but, yeah, so... Very tragic. Joel's snipering Ellie, and she looks up and sees, okay, he's got my back. I'm yeah. going to try and crawl to this window, open window in a car, and I'm going to hide in this car. And that yeah. little second of that he nods to her, and it's like, okay, go. And she's going, and then she gets in the car. And I would not – if that was me, I would not be able to say fuck. Fuck all. Imagine us. Like, Chloe and I both have shit eyesight. So, like <laughs> – I would be like, bitch, you're on your own. I can't see shit. I cannot see where you are. I have I no idea where you are. the end of the rifle, let alone – If you nodded to me, I'd be like, What? <laughs> I wouldn't even be able to see if an infected was coming towards me. I'd be like, is that a person? I have no idea. <laughs> wow, he's running really fast. <laughs> we would both die very I'd be soon. dead. I'd be dead. My glasses fucking got stepped on and broken during oh, this skirmish. I'd be fucked. I would be cooked. Because, like, 
mean, anyone with glasses. What are you going to do? Like my mum, your contact lenses expire eventually. Your glasses are gone. You're blind. blind. What are you going to do? Going to go to Specsavers. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Great segue. We still have a whole other episode to get through, by the way. We're nearing the end. We're nearing the end. The great scene of him snipering and then Ellie's in the car and then this, uh, in real life, I want to say she was nine. She's a contortionist, the little girl that they hired. They said her audition videos were insane. And she kind of comes into the car and she's got a Blue's Clues shirt on because they wanted it to be like, okay, this is a child. This is a really small child. Um, And she's like. (laughs) (laughs) So creepy. Joel is shooting, but. He's he's starting to shake. If you replay it, you can see him shaking because he's mm-hmm. they're coming at her and I can't I can't get I can't them all. get to her. Yeah. Ellie gets out though. But that little girl was incredible. She was the scariest oh, part of the whole thing. She's amazing. Nine yeah. years old. A contortionist. Oh. She flips over the seats. Like, I know. Disgusting. Oh, it's disgusting. She basically yeah. just kind of flops the front of her body over and then the back. Oh, and- so good. You know, it's it like kid actors like that. You always want, I always wonder, do they go home scared? Are they a bit like, that was a bit scary today? Or are they kind of like, that she's was so fun. She's um, behind the scenes photos of her in the makeup and she's doing like a pose. So That's cute. Yeah. But yeah, and then we see the bloater come out, which is the oh. sort of one of the level ups from a clicker. He's fucking terrifying. And the creators of the game said that the bloater is actually, it's not someone who's been a clicker for that long. They've become that. It's that, but also it's normally it would have been someone who was quite large yes. in real life, whether they Correct. were six foot or seven foot or fat or whatever, and then they've been turned and they're yeah. sort of who the bloaters become. And then, yeah, we see Jeffrey Pierce's character get his head just yeah. ripped Ugh. off his neck. Terrifying and very of, hard to kill in the game. Yes. the way Well, they couldn't kill him in the show either. They no. just escaped. But when he's sort of putting Kathleen behind his back, I was like, <laughs> um, and then, you know, all this chaos is going on and they're trying to run away, but Kathleen gets them and is like still focused on the revenge despite all this shit going on in the background. I know. I know. But comes back to bite her that some kid, you know, kids die for a reason. The little nine-year-old clicker comes and just launches at Kathleen yep. and the way she like bangs into her, Face. crazy right Insane. i know and, and, they, and they escape and, and they um, run and then it's cut silent absolutely silent to them somewhere escaped they're in like a motel of, of sorts and yep. this is when the heartache starts so <sighs> basically henry and joel are having a bit of a dnm um meanwhile ellie and sam are in a room and um they're sort of talking and this is when sam shows ellie that he was bitten during the whole skirmish meanwhile because they were like hiding under a car and then ellie has to save them and joel's snipering and all this stuff um sam shows that she's been bitten and her first instinct is like okay well if my blood is immune then surely my blood's going to help you does she do this in the game cuts herself yeah she does but it's not revealed like that's not how it plays out it's quite different she just tells joel that she's done that yeah okay and also sam is scratched he's not actually bitten so what's the so scratches work as well? Yeah, well, it's a bit different because I you can remember in the game it's an airborne virus yeah. as well. Yeah. So like inhaling okay. it infects you too, which is why you have gas masks sometimes as a character. But obviously they don't do that in show because like that would be ridiculously hard. Yes. Yeah, which kind of is a bit it's a bit shit because spores like mushroom spores work that way. That's how things spread. But like. Yeah. 
very different to do in yeah. a show. It just yeah, wouldn't, yeah. yeah. For storytelling purposes, it's probably not a great, you know, it's a detail that could be left out. I go on. So he's been bitten. Ellie tries to put blood on him thinking, okay, and he says, like, will you stay up with me? And she says, yes, I will. And then it cuts to her not having stayed up. She fell asleep sitting up on a chair. And yeah. Sam's sitting up on the bed. And you're thinking, oh, God, is yeah. he okay? Is he not? We're about to find out. She goes up to him. He turns. He's turning slowly into a clicker. He attacks her. They go through the the door. I saw the recreation from the game, and it's almost It's literally shot, shot. almost exactly the same. So the only difference is it shows that Ellie sees Sam, and she's like, Sam, what are you, like, kind of, Sam, what are you doing? And then he's kind of all snarly and, you know, turning into a clicker, and he attacks her, and he that goes through the door with Ellie. She's terrified. Mm-hmm. And it's literally, like you said, a side-by-side comparison. It's almost same. identical, except it's a bit more of a skirmish in the game I would say Mm -hmm. like a bit more physical Joel's also a lot more touchy and affectionate I feel than in the show yeah and I think they've done that obviously on purpose to make it give him an arc give them an arc yeah 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 exactly but uh, my favorite part is she's screaming Joel Joel like her scream is Joel like she's help me help me and you know he goes to reach for his gun and then Henry points the gun at him being like don't help her but then also and Joel's like, fuck, what am I going to do? And then split second, Henry shoots Sam, his little brother. Yeah, well, um, Joel in the game is like, oh, fuck it, and goes to try and help anyway to get Ellie. And then, yeah, Henry shoots Sam. So, yeah, and then Joel runs to Ellie, like skirmishes to Ellie. Yeah, yeah, being like, are you okay? The are you okay? Thing. Yeah. Oh, my God, the scene, the guy who plays Henry of yeah. him – being like what what have, what, what have, have I, I done? done what have I done and yeah and Joel says it's okay like put the gun down put the gun down and then he puts the gun to his head and he shoots himself and the scream that Bella let out as Ellie that like ah like yeah oh I know oh but that's, that's a moment where she's genuinely scared like she's actually yeah. like oh that's my one god of the best acting of the whole yeah. series I think is her reaction yeah. Him. And I love the shot. I don't love it, but I appreciate it. The shot before of Sam's blood just yeah. very dark, coating that like weird Velcro-y floor. Yeah, yeah. Just spreading and spreading. And Henry's yeah. like, what have I done? It kind and- of it highlights, I think. I'm glad they did that in the show because it highlights just again that she is quite innocent and like even even her innocence in thinking that her wiping her own blood into the wound is going to somehow help. it's childlike help. yeah yeah well they yeah. never grew up around the science and vaccines and things yeah that we so you know her th- first thought is okay this might help him this might help yeah which which leads into joel burying them and she writes on the little thing sam has to write on That's um, right. i'm sorry and she then just goes and and joel almost wants to go are you okay are you whatever but he doesn't she just goes okay which way's west and he goes yeah. that way. And she goes, come on. And he stands there and she goes, come on, are we going? Mm-hmm. And it's like she has just shut herself off. She's like, okay, we're moving on from this. And it was just such a hardcore thing of like, oh, fuck, like Ellie is a child, but she's also like hyper aware that she can't like think about these things. That's right. It's not yeah. It's not how it works. You just have to keep going. Yeah. So that's, that's episode five. Now we're getting to episode six. Again, one of my favorites. I say that about every episode, but it's called Kin. And the reason why it's called Kin is because of Joel's brother but more importantly we fast forward three months and we're in wyoming joel and ellie sort of stumble across a cabin of an elderly couple uh, a native american couple 
who the guy who plays Marlin is from Twilight. I know. I saw. I know. I was like, Twilight. I love him. And there's just sort of this old couple who were, the creators in the podcast explained that they were isolated before the outbreak even happened. They had chosen to live that way. So they already were living that way. And so it's sort of it's sort of tense and and Joel you know he the the husband comes back from hunting and Joel's in the cabin and then Ellie comes down even though Joel says stay up there and he says like who's this little psycho referring to Ellie <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny and he's like he's like to his wife you made him soup and she's like well yeah it's cold like oh my god like a sweet old couple anyways and Joel's just like I need to know where's Wyoming and where are we I need we we don't have a map we need to know where we're going yep yep yep. So anyways, they're like, here's this river, we don't go past it, we just see the bodies that show up. And so then they're like, okay, well, we're going to head that way. So they head that way. Yeah. So then they're going along this river and they're like, it's fine, which is one of the mistakes you see where they do a wide shot of the river and you can see the production crew. They've since edited it out, but you can oh, see. really? The, yeah, you can see the production crew. Oh, my God. Like hiding in the corner trying to like walk away someone pointed that out they've edited it out as hbo does but then they're like okay this river's fine but then they get to this dam and ellie says what if this was the river they're talking about because and then the second she says that these riders come on horseback the creators of the game said jacksonville the town or jackson or whatever they wanted to explore that in the game but they didn't have the budget or the means to so it's at the dam where you see tommy and and everyone Ah. Okay. Yeah, because cool. I saw a commenter going, why did they cut the dam bit out? And these people were like, no, they actually wanted to go into the town in the game. They just couldn't afford to. So in the show, they had the opportunity to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yes. I'm, I was wondering why. So, yes. Thank you. They These people on horseback show up and it's this really tense scene of they have a sniffer dog who can smell infected and Joel sort of freezes in that moment. But I should probably say before all this happens, you see him first have his first panic attack as he's leaving the old couple's cabin. Yes. And I thought yes. he was having a heart attack. So did I. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was like, like, oh. In the article, happening? the article that I read, they must have thought the same thing because they talk about his ill health. Uh-huh. And I was like, so it well, is. Yeah, yeah. it's sort of everyone thought it was a heart attack mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. until it happens later on in the episode again. But, um. You know, we meet Tommy's wife, who we figure out, okay, Tommy's in this town and they're riding through the town when they get there. And he goes, Tommy! <laughs> they're like, screaming. Tommy! He sees his brother, they reunite. Instantly, you're like, oh, fuck this guy. He's living this happy life in this town that has working plumbing and electricity and yeah. fucking radio his brother, who did nothing but care for him. So straight away, I was, like, angry at Tommy. And you find out this place is really well protected. We're not allowed to use the radio. Yeah. But then you find out they have this diner scene where they're eating and the creators were saying Ellie straight away realises that Tommy's wife that he has in the settlement doesn't like Joel. But Joel doesn't notice this because he's just not self-aware. So that is why Ellie is so um, defensive and quite a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because she's like, I know you don't like Joel. I can tell. Yeah, makes sense. And, yeah, and then Joel's typical, like, Ellie trying to use her use your manners because she's being like, I want my fucking gun back. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. And we see a cameo of Dina, who is in the game. Yes. Correct. Yes. Do we or do we not? The, they didn't confirm, but we all know. We all know. Oh, I wanted to mention, though, before this, when they're sort of camping out in the woods, Joel was meant to stay up and be watched and let Ellie sleep, but he falls asleep and Ellie takes over. And this is sort of adding to that, 
guilt that he's having of like, okay, I'm getting so old, I'm falling asleep on my watch. Yeah. I'm not yeah. hearing things. She's had to look after me. And this yeah. sort of all comes together at the comes end of this together. episode. Yep, yep. Yeah. Well, it's funny because in the game, obviously, he doesn't have panic attacks either. Like he's worried about Lee, but it's not like he's afraid for Ellie, but he doesn't have panic attacks in the game. Yeah. And also, um, yeah, Tommy and Maria. I don't know why. Do you know why the decision was made to make her pregnant? I think to add that added tension of reminding everyone that Joel was a dad. Although he's happy for Tommy in his mind, he's upset. And so th- this is what it alludes to. So basically they sort of split off and, and Ellie's given a menstrual cup. Again, the second time we see mm-hmm. female uh, hygiene, quote-unquote, come into the show, she's given a menstrual cup. But then also Maria is kind of trying to tell Ellie or Joel's a bad person. And she goes, what, when he killed all these people? Like, I know that he's done these things and I still care for him because she doesn't know anything but violence herself as well. So. Yeah. Maria's kind of trying to be like, you know, Tommy only did what Joel told him to do. And Ellie's thinking, well, who fucking cares? Like, they yeah. survived, right? So you see that bit of tension, but then it's it's Joel and Tommy in the bar together. And he says, you know, you need to take Ellie. And he says, I can't. Maria's pregnant. I don't know why. I think maybe just because it adds to that extra Joel was a father. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. That the kind heartbreak. Of, yeah, the storytelling yeah. kind of reinforcing that he's lost a child yeah and he says you know yeah i think i think i'll be a good dad and joel says we'll see and that's when tommy gets upset and sort of storms off or joel storms off um and the creators were like joel is happy for him but he's also just been reminded of what he's lost what he's lost yes yeah it makes sense yeah you'd feel the same you would you feel the same Oh, anyway, so Tommy Tommy says, how's Tess? And she, he goes, yeah, she's good. But he knows, Tommy knows straight away that Joel's lying, that Tess is, mm. something's happened to Tess. She's good. She got kissed by a zombie. Yeah, just just kissed. Yeah, she's kissed. Yeah. But then, you know, it cuts to them in the cinema. And fun fact, I learned this today. Let me find it. The film that they're watching is called The Goodbye Girl, a 1977 movie. It's a movie about an abandoned mother and daughter who must learn to survive and live with a newcomer as an unconventional family. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that so cool? That's cool. That they put that in. Yeah. Just those little Easter eggs. Easter egg. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and yeah. same with yeah. a lot of songs they choose are about their situation. Yes, yes. I have noticed into. the power of music in yes. this. Yeah, in the end of this episode. Um, Anyway, so then Joel and Tommy have this huge GM and he's like, I need you to take Ellie. I'm getting old. She had to kill a kid for me because I couldn't fucking hear the kid coming. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm just, I can't protect her. And Tommy's like, okay, I'm going to take her in the morning. And, and Ellie and Joel sort of get into this big spiff because earlier Maria had sort of accidentally told Ellie, assuming she knew that the little memorial they saw in the house, Sarah was Joel's daughter. And Ellie goes, you know, I didn't know that, but it, it makes sense. That's why he is the yep. way he is. And Ellie says to Joel, I'm not Sarah, you know, when they're having an argument. And he's like, yep. in the game, he says, like, you're treading on mighty fine. Mighty thin ice, ice. ice here. And the creator said that's such an iconic line in the game, but yep. it didn't work in the script. They just said it was just a bit off in the scene and off from the way Joel had been talking. Yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, yeah. it makes sense so they to explain. change it. 
They explained yeah. they wanted to they wanted to keep it, but it just didn't work. Um, so they sort of get into this argument, and Joel's just saying, you know, don't talk about her, and she's just like, no, I've lost people too. And he says, you don't know anything about loss, and she's mm-hmm. like, are you fucking kidding? Like you're not the only person. Because I think to Joel, truly, he's so stuck in his own trauma. grief and trauma mm-hmm. that he can't understand that other people have lost things. Well, he also treats Ellie like a kid, and like this is very apparent in the game as well. Like Ellie is a child. And, and you're constantly protecting Ellie as the playing as Joel all the time. And this is kind of the first time, I think, as a player that you kind of go, of course Ellie's lost people. Yeah, of, of she course. Has. She had parents. She had friends. Yes. She's an orphan. She's an orphan. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, um, and She's filled she's, with bitter hatred for a reason. And she's trying to say to Joel, I've lost people. Like, mm. why are you acting like you're the only person that I've lost people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but sort of cut before earlier to this, Joel walks out and sees a girl that has hair very similar to his daughter Sarah, Nico Parker's hair. And um, he sort of – there's a split second of, like, absolute adornment and, like, hope when he sees this girl. Yeah. Which Pedro does the best job of portraying that yeah. and then absolute crush the second that she turns and he notices it's not his daughter. What I didn't realise until I listened to the podcast is the reason why they had a little girl run up to her is because in his mind, it's 20 years later, that could have been Sarah and her child. Mm. So it makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's seeing his daughter and granddaughter essentially. Essentially, yeah. What oh, could have been. What could have been, right? So when they said that, I was like, oh, okay, in the show I just thought, you know, this little girl runs up to her and that's the reason why she turns around. Yeah, yeah. But really what they meant was this is what could have been. Yeah. Cuts to the next morning and you're like, okay, Tommy shows up. Ellie was kind of hoping it was going to be Joel. And she's like, okay, let's go. They go to the stables and Joel's – and this is the best part where Joel's just like – I think you should have a choice. And he goes to say something. She's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> just gives him the bag. And it's like, okay, well, yeah. let's go then. All like, right, fine. I, like, she's, she doesn't want to talk about it. She's like, fine. Yeah, let's go. Let's it's go. Like, it's like you and I, Haley and I, we love each other with our entire souls. But mm. the moment that one of us says something complimentary, we're like, okay, move on. Okay, enough. That's enough. Like, I'll what be like, anyway, so much. Anyway, don't fucking talk about it. <laughs> anyway, fucking move on. I've written Fly safe. Bye. Beautiful letter. Don't read it in front of me. <laughs> don't read it. <laughs> don't mention it. Yeah. Don't don't talk about it ever again. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> That's Joel and Ellie. That's our yeah. friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so it cuts. They, they have a horse now, so they're riding on this horse and they go to where they've been directed where the fireflies are meant to be at this university. Yeah. They come to realise the university has been abandoned. There's monkeys, which is what you Fucking mentioned. hell, finally. See, this hey, is where like, I'm getting... God, there are monkeys. I'm gonna... like, no, I swear to God, there are monkeys at <laughs> some point. And, like, I'm like... <laughs> And you're like, no, we're not up to that bit now. <laughs> there's monkeys. Because it's very distinct in the game that there's monkeys. And it's like, oh, my God, there's like this zoo in the yeah. city. Probably uh, escaped from the labs. Yes, So there's correct. baboons living. In, and so they're, so they're going through and they're like, oh, fuck, well, there's no one here. But we yeah. sort of found this map. This must be where they've gone to. But the second they realise this, they, they hear people on the street. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to mention something briefly, actually. I do remember in the game, like, Ellie kind of leaves on her own and you and Tommy actually have to find her. So it's quite different to the does show. Does Tommy go with you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he He's, does. like, in it for a little bit and then it's kind of, like... Maybe that's why like, they cut him because it's and why they made her pregnant as well. And I think so, yeah. Because it would yeah. have been for what's coming later. It probably just made more sense to leave Tommy there. Yeah. 
So anyways, they, they see these. I thought they were raiders because the old couple were like, oh, in between here and there is full of raiders, yada, yada. But then you figure out in the next episode, or the se- second episode after, that they were a part of the search crew or whatever from the cannibal mm. family, fam- mm-hmm, pe- mm-hmm. people. So they get into this, they're trying to run away and it's too late. Joel doesn't hear them coming. They turn around, he turns around, he fights one of them to death. He strangles him, cracks his neck. I know, so badass. Does that happen in the game? Do you remember? It's, it's, it's or is different. it more you trying to you're the you're the player killing the person you're the player killing the person it's really we're talking about the moment he gets stabbed right yes does not happen he falls off of a balcony and falls onto this rusty pole onto the ground stabs through his guts yeah and ellie has to pick you up off of mm. the off of like literally picks him up to get him off of this pike that's coming out of his guts. I think and it makes more sense that they're Oh, it's such a violent wound. Like it's insane. Yeah. Like I think if that was done in the show. In the show it would have been like this is just too gory and he like lands really hard on his back and then as yeah. Ellie's trying to like in the game Ellie tries to It was to probably actually off. more unrealistic cuz if you a little bit hard, unrealistic, yeah. You would, you'd be fucked. Like you would be, be fucked. To... Yeah, exactly. So like Ellie in the game Ellie picks you up off of the thing and you say move and she's like what and you go move and you push her out the way because in the game you're constantly putting ellie behind you or she's coming Mm -hmm. into your space like you're leaning on something and ducking below something with your arm wrapped around and she's like in the groove of where you are protected by you all the time Mm -hmm. and so you say move and then you lean over with the gun and shoot these raiders hunters that are coming out of the doorway and basically the whole time you're trying not to pass out so the vision of the game is going dark oh, and you're kind of yeah. banging into things and you're falling over and ellie's like that's when you wake to... up after in her point of view yeah yeah so yeah we'll get yeah we'll get yeah. to that bit because it's quite yeah. different to i the think show. i think yeah if he had an injury and a fall that bad you'd be like okay yeah. he's clearly shattered his fucking spinal cord in a game oh, it's like they it, can be killed a yeah. hundred times and they survive it's a whole exactly. point but in the yeah. show i understand but i think the creators pointed out that the reason why he doesn't realise he's stabbed is because the absolute adrenaline he has adrenaline. to fight yeah. this person and protect Ellie is it's Ellie that goes looks down and it's, you notice that yeah. Joel's been stabbed, but he's been stabbed with a broken off handle of like a baseball bat. So it's a very fucked up sort of stabbing. Hence the infection. Yes. Well. And more of them are coming and Ellie's just going, get on the horse, Joel, get on the horse. And so yeah. they get on the horse and this is the one of the funniest fucking – I wouldn't call it a mistake. It's more of just like a, a bit of an overlook. When they're riding off and Ellie's shooting, and there's a split second you see the horse. I, I, I think you've seen it. I have to show you. It's fucking hilarious. It's just – you can tell it's just this little thing that's going like kind of just – Oh, no. It's not, a, it's not a horse. You can tell it's not a horse. Someone oh my god, please show me. Oh my god, it's so when funny. When there's fake horses in things, I can't the, handle it. I can't. I forgot. The other mistake is earlier on, I should have mentioned this, they go to a stable and um, they say, like, there's this foal named Sparkles. And when Ellie Shimmer? Tried, You're talking about Shimmer? Shimmer. You can see a hand, like fingers. Really? Underneath, like holding the horse's neck. Oh, my God, I never noticed this. And another thing I forgot to say, because I didn't look at my notes, was before they get to Jacksonville or whatever, Jackson, they're sort of talking about their dreams. She says, what's going to happen if this all ha- if this works? What are we going to do? What do you want to do? 
you know, you can do anything. And she says, like, I wanted, I wanted to go to space. And he says, I want to be a, a sheep herder. <laughs> and um, you're sort of, it's alluding to, like, okay, what's going to happen when this all ends? And they're sort of dreaming of, of something more. And well, yes, well, I know. Well, Just of Us Part Two game yes. reveals all. Yeah, another I thing can't. I mention is when they're riding into the university, it's when Ellie puts her head down on Joel. And yeah. they're sort of having a laugh. How he's like, I want to be a singer. And she was laughing. And he's like, what? It's not funny. Yeah. And she goes, okay, you have to sing for me. You promise. And she puts her head down on his shoulder. And I was just like, oh, that's such it's a, like, cute. they get on this horse. They ride off. Joel falls off the horse once yeah. they get to safety. And it, that's where the episode ends of Joel, of Ellie being like, wake the fuck up. Because earlier on, she says, if you die, I'm fucked. When he's yeah. like, panic attack, she thinks yeah. he's sick. And that's why that reiterates to him, holy fuck, I can't. Be off my game. abandon this because girl. Because she's fucked if I die. Yep, exactly. Well, the she, same situation in the game. Like, you're yeah. like, fuck, I am the only one who's taking care of this girl. And she literally holds the entire the cure to the whole world, which is kind of um, forgotten in the show and the game at this point because it's more about their relationship. That's why I'm very interested to see what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. interested to see. They said it's going to be divisive, but in which way? In which way? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So I think so. This episode ends with Joel, like Ellie, going help me, and you're not quite sure whether Joel's um alive, dead. What the hell is going I'm on? I died, and I know what happens. Yeah, yeah. I don't trust HBO, so I was like googling, did he die? Like. Yeah. Well, I think then, a lot of people did, did, and obviously, you know, every, if everyone's seen the next episode, he, he doesn't. Um, but in the game, it's very shocking because yeah, the next in- chapter, it's winter. There's mm-hmm. a white rabbit in the snow that runs across the screen. It gets shot, and the white rabbit's kind of in that next episode, which obviously we're not up to that. We have to do a part three <laughs> of this podcast. But you genuinely think that he's dead. <laughs> Yeah, I thought yeah. it too. I thought yeah. he was dead. But just back on, do you agree that I think the reason why Ellie just keeps saying, if you die, I'm fucked, that's her way of just being like, I love you and I care about you and I don't want you to die. But she doesn't want to say that. So in, in other words, she's just saying, yeah. I'm fucked, you know. I, I, it's true both ways, but I think it's her way of being like, I don't want to admit to this man. Yeah, that I that actually I, love him. That yeah. I love him and I don't want him to die. Yeah, I think so. So think that's so. episode Four, five, and six is a long one. Uh, long one. Lots to get through. I think and nine. Whoa, we'll see. Oh my god. I'm nervous. We'll I'm working from see. home tomorrow, so I'm gonna take on my I'm gonna take my lunch break late at one, so I can watch okay. watch it. Watch it. Well, don't yeah. reveal anything to me. Do not say a thing. You know I'm gonna want to. Do not fucking say a thing. I'll I won't. You. Okay. Anyways, thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. Control select all. Instagram. We're on Spotify. Apple Tunes. We're also on TikTok. I haven't made a video yet, but the account's there. Please rate and review because it's the only thing that helps podcasts. <laughs> Hopefully, this can be our side hustle, so I can afford to go to freaking Europe, and Haley can afford yep. to go to Norway. Yeah, that'd be amazing. That'd be good. Us. Do it. This is why I'm walking dogs in the extreme humidity for extra cash. <laughs> hey, it's a good it's a good hobby. It is, and it keeps me fit. It keeps me That's fit. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks everyone. Oh, our sign off. What's our sign off? Uh select all. <laughs> okay, bye. Select all bye.